to work with Nina. Wow, guys, we have achieved another milestone. This is my fifth episode. I mean, like, yeah, total five episodes, not fifth episode, total five episodes, which is including the pilot and this fourth episode in total five, like, and, uh, yeah, oh my god. <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. So it's the weekend here. It's Saturday. Um, nothing much happening or nothing much going on in my life <laughs> so far. But it doesn't mean that it's not exciting. But uh, a lot of things happen. Uh, as you know, I've been launching my uh, podcast and I've been quite uh entertained by myself. This is a very calming experience talking to myself. And the thing is. When you have so many things on your mind, the best way for you to execute it just by talking. It's very therapeutic. Ther- therapeutic. <laughs> okay, I love my own jokes. This, um, but who cares? It's my podcast. I can do anything I want. Anyway, so um, yeah, the thing about uh, creating this um content, right? The creative content, the process behind it. It's a very tedious and fucking challenging job because the thing is, you cannot just plug any ideas uh, and then and expect to deliver. And uh, mind you, I do have some bullet points and show notes in front of me, so I won't uh, simply stray away. Because uh, the thing about me is, when I start talking, I tend to you know wind down and then will take you to different different places. So. Hard for me to focus. This is something I need to improve more. So yeah, uh, please bear with me. But if you stay put until this uh five episodes so far, congratulations and thank you so much. If you liked it, please please please, please share it to your friends. And then yesterday I was checking out the progress of my uh, my podcast. And I'm so delighted that I have two major countries of listeners, uh, Malaysian, yay, <laughs> thank God, and then the next one is UK, and I know who are my UK friends that are listening to me, thank you so much for tuning in all the way from the other side of the pond, <laughs> I'm very excited, oh yeah, um, like if you had met me in person, you would know that this kind of um enthusiasm and spirits in me if I liked you. And I do say that. And when I, if I do not like you, don't expect me to sound like this. I, I have, I'm, and I'm actually human, and I wouldn't pretend to like you if I don't like you. Um, the most I will do is just like, you know, ignore you or just move away. Simple as that. Uh, that's the Aquarius side of me, I guess. Uh, but I don't really like. Look into my Aquarius uh, traits and behavior that much because the thing is, uh, I think I'm different. I'm unique, so I I I I wouldn't allow anything to um identify me or stereotype me based on the horoscope. I guess. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, 
So, I'm thinking about to do something quite different these days, uh, which is much later in the afternoon. I'll be inviting another two of my friends to quickly join my podcast. Uh, just an introduction to them. Uh, one is a stylist and uh, used to be a uh, fashion design student. And uh, and please, you know, look into his work. He's quite remarkable in his work. And the next one is the amazing makeup artist. Um, she is one of my favorite. I've been uh, working with her very closely the last, the last couple of years. She knows exactly how to enhance my beauty without camouflaging me too much because um, that's what I want. I want to look myself, but at the same time, more beautiful. And she's a good friend of mine. When I say a good friend, no, she's a best friend of mine. I know I'm 43. I sounded like I'm a, uh, like a teenage girl. But yeah, I uh, any girls deserve to have another uh, besties, uh, a girl besties, right? So she is one of them. Yeah, um, probably we're going to hang out and, you know, just have a casual chit chat and invite them in my podcast. Who knows? So meanwhile, in this episode, I want to talk about my, a little bit about my past, about the things that I've experienced, especially when it comes to relationship. Now, I first start to have a relationship. Um, Well, so far, I must say that I'm learning so fast and I'm learning uh, in my own pace as well. Uh, I'm 43 and I've been in a relationship, probably real relationship, yeah. When I say relationship, I think um, relationship, how I define it, someone that I love, I care, and someone that I've been with, someone who acknowledged me as a girlfriend, someone who introduced me to his friends as his girlfriend, and would not be ashamed of that. I would say um, I dated about three people that treated me that way. The rest of it is just a very casual things or just a date. So, you know, casual stuff, nothing serious. Now, talking about these three particular people, that three particular men that, who came into my life, the first one is, unfortunately, he's a, back then when I first met him, um, he was my first he was my first guy that I loved. The, the, the guy before him, I cannot call him as my ex-boyfriend because he doesn't treat me like one. And we, we just conveniently together. And uh, I found out later uh, uh, that he was cheating on me anyway. So lucky enough, he doesn't bring any significant impact in my life. So I, I'm going to eliminate him. <laughs> So in this case, I only picked three that really significantly changed my life and a part of the lessons that I have to learn. The, um, that particular guy that, um, that I dated for, I think, about three years. Yeah, three years. I was in my early 20s and he was in his early 20s as well. Um, he was a wonderful guy. It's just that it was very unfortunate that um, to me, it was unfortunate to me because he was married and kind of confused at first. But um, 
I chose to take the risk. Uh, in, in a way, it was not an open relationship. I was dating a married man. Okay, don't judge me. I mean, I have my reasons as well. I mean, I'm sure I'm not the only one out there. And uh, of course, I would not recommend to do this to anyone because it's very heartbreaking at the end of the day because you know that he will go back to his wife somehow. So in my case, that's exactly what happened. And yeah, um, the thing about him was that was my first love in a way. Because the love that I felt then was so genuine and it's, it doesn't, it doesn't exactly only, um, last related. It's more on emotional, like missing someone badly, uh, things that you want to do, like the, 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 the sacrifice that you, you're willing to take. Yeah, it was beautiful at first and, but things got a little bit uh, upsetting at the end and then uh, we decided that yeah I decided to leave the relationship yeah uh, it was my decision was made uh, abruptly because I feel that at, at that point I found out that his wife was pregnant and according to him that it was um, not planned that was the biggest reflex to me. And then I was in his state. I actually flew all the way from KL to his state. I would not say which state. You guys figure it out <laughs> or not. Or know me in person. I might share with you or not. <laughs> so yeah. Um, I broke out with him at his own comfort zone. Which is his own state. I remember when um, it was as I was flying home um, throughout that flight, I wasn't crying, but I felt sad and lonely. So I went through some, you know, uh, hangover stage as well. I hung up over him. I took some chances by meeting and casually dating and uh, anyone that wanted to date me and then yeah it was a mess and I decided to go back to Kuching a couple of years later and then I met someone else and this guy was at first was okay I mean like I felt quite deeply for him I mean, he's perfect, he's adorable. It's just that I just realized that he's quite a mess. When I say a mess, he has his own demons, he has his face. And he always leash it out on me. And um, he was very abusive. Uh, I was in a, an abusive relationship, um, uh, emotionally abusive. And oh God, I know you guys are listening to this sound at the back. I'm so sorry, and uh, I think I might have to end this now. Okay, moving on. I think they just stopped trailing that stuff. I'm 
very much apologize that I do not have a studio, so everything is done within my room. But it's not that bad, right? <laughs> Yo, anyway, just continuing on the story of that second boyfriend of mine. And I dated him for quite some time. It's just that um the first couple of years, I was trying my best to please him. I was trying my best to make me happy, make him happy. And it was the biggest mistake because my own happiness was uh, jeopardized. I wasn't fully, you know, uh, content with having a relationship in a very, uh, in, in you know, the relationship was based on that, you know, material exchange. And I spoiled him. Honestly, I spoiled him. And he always gave excuse. Oh, I, I, I don't earn enough. I could not afford to do this, to get you this. And then uh, you have the accessibility. So it does boost a little bit of my ego. But at the same time, I spoil him. So in my mind, I was like, oh, if I'm doing this, he will be at least, you know, honored and acknowledge it. But uh, yes, he acknowledged it and he become this patriarchy and very obsessive uh person uh, in this relationship he's he portrayed a very typical behavior of a certain type of race in malaysia or and he wanted to show that he owned me it very it was very toxic it was very suffocating because um he doesn't have any trust in me he always accused me of cheating and then even worse he talked ill about me. He um behind me I found out that he messed around with my own friend. Okay, talking about that, um I introduced my so-called friend to him and then uh he I'm not even going to acknowledge he the, the exact pronoun. I'm gonna just use the word it. That's how upset I am. So this it was uh seducing my ex and then uh, they were together obviously behind my back because I was back in Kuching and he was in KL so they've been doing a lot of uh, you know uh, hanky-panky stuff behind my back even went for a trip together behind my back and then they have a very special um, BB messenger group back then they couldn't afford a whatsapp because it's a paid app anyway <clears throat> and they have with this dedicated apps, this group chat, uh, my ex and the other friends of mine, the, the other people who used to be my friends. Okay, I'm rephrasing that. They, they purposely make that piece of chat room just to roast me. Okay. On everyday basis. And yeah, I know that, that it, was only realized that oh you know it was too late for it because my ex showed his true colors i mean i don't feel that i lose anything when i decided to broke up with him and i tell you the best part when i broke up with this guy is really fun because i just block his number okay i give him my ultimatum i i give my closure i just like no you just get the fuck out of my life. That's, that was the last word I said to him. And at 7 p.m., I texted another friend of mine. And we went out to a bar. And we had a girls' night out drinks. And we, we partied. 
throughout the night. It was the best breakup ever. <laughs> For years and years, I did meet a few people who came into my life, but they are not significantly uh, attached to me. We're just like very casually. It's just a fling, uh, one or two. Some of them are very kind to me. So, but we know that it will not be beyond kind, beyond relationship kind. So it stayed as it is, as it, as it was a fling. And I don't mind that because I wasn't looking for relationship precisely or love. So, um, I finally, somewhere in 2017, uh, after years and years of being single and, uh, you know, uh, you know, I do get emotionally attached to people, but, you know, it, it doesn't work. So I finally met someone in 2017, and this guy is a local guy that I met. And then, uh, this is this is kind of weird, because when I say that I met him, I wasn't really attracted to him at first. He was just, hmm, you know, that kind of vibe. But things happen when I started to follow his work and I, I've been stalking his Instagram and he's been doing that on me anyway. And I realized that, whoa, you know, there's something more than that. I, I started to fall for this this person, not because of his look. And then from there, I, I see him as someone that's really attractive to me. And yeah, things happen. It escalated very quickly. And I'm not the only one, yeah. So the reason why that um it was quite a last significant because to me this was a relationship that it was one of my poignant lessons in my life. The heartbreak is so painful that it lasts a long time. When I say it lasts a long time, I still have bits and pieces of it, even as we speak. Okay. Um, I remember a movie uh, that I watched. I can't remember exactly the name, but it's been, you know, flying around in TikTok, snippets of it. It's uh, Cat Blanchett. She said something like this. She said that, that she played a character. I think she played a lesbian character in that movie. It's about uh, life of lesbian in the 40s and the 50s, I think. Okay, I might be wrong, but yeah. But I remember that she said something that it really strikes me the most, which is, she said something like this. She said, um, I used to get hurt. Although my outside was, you know, healed and got better, but the inside, it was never got better. It got really bad. So, like, wow, you know, I mean, like, uh, some of us, very unfortunately, we have to face that kind of stuff. And then some of us will not realize that when you hurt someone else, you leave a scar that it will never heal. I mean, a scar will remain as a scar. And that exactly goes to me because I used to be hurt before. But when I say I was hurt before, I let it go. I moved on. And it's no longer a scar to me. But this one particular guy, he left a very big scar that served as a reminder for myself that the scar that he left 
it's, it doesn't determine whether I'm an, I'm no longer hopeful for a better love ahead of me. And, you know, in the future, I will find true love. I will find my soulmate, you know. I, I guess I owe, I owe no one. And I was reading a lot of things like self-help to help me move on bits and pieces of it slowly and in my own pace. And then another, another self-help uh, person that uh, she's, she's an amazing writer. She, she wrote these inspiring words. Um, and I've been following her social media and she, she wrote her book. It's called, her name is Najwa. You can look it up. So Najwa wrote something said, you don't owe yourself a closure. You know, you don't owe yourself a closure. If the relationship doesn't meant to be, move on. Okay. It's not easy, but you have to accept that. Don't expect a closure. If the person doesn't want to give you any closure. You don't owe them one as well. So it makes me think like, yeah, you know, if he decided to make me the enemy. Oh, by the way, the breakup of my past last relationship was worse because I was, uh, I, I confronted him and uh, I found out the reason why that he was with me is because of he want to take the advantage of things that I can provide to him. Uh, the things that he will give a, uh, a validation and uh, social acceptance, especially the thing that he's doing involve um, very closely on the things I'm doing and uh, the how I magnetize uh, this attraction of my skill and my my talents, my creative talents. I have, you know, followers, I have friends who the same line as me we have a very um well like well respected a uh, community in in kuching when it comes to arts um before this i have friends who told me that they do not know him but the moment he was with me everybody's like started to talk about him he walk into the circle and he took the opportunity to expand what he wanted for himself and yeah uh, one of the year he was obviously using me as the material of his work and uh, i remember i had to write a consent and this consent was i was on my recovery phase in my 2018 and when i was recovering I was thinking that, okay, I'm going to sign this consent because of the things that he did to me. Emotionally, I was uh, manipulated in that way. But since I'm not mentioning the name, or since I'm not mentioning the work that he's doing, he is, is not wrong, right? So anyway, I feel manipulated. I feel abused. I feel used. I confronted him and he started to deny he said that all this while I was making up stories, all this while that he never had a feeling for me. Okay. It makes me a little angry like he gaslighted me in a way because I know exactly what happened and what did happen between me and him. 
okay, and there's some physical stuff, physical action involved. So he can deny that. So it's like I'm making this up. It's like all of this is my in, in my imagination. That really upset me the most. And most of my friends who knows me well, most of my friends who trusted me, the moment they see him or they experience him in person, they knew that he was making up stories as well. And he was desperate to make himself look good. And yeah, coaching is a very small town. People start to talk. I, on the other hand, the moment I confronted him, I got my answers. I know exactly what he's doing behind my back. The way he responded to me is on a defensive mode. And all of it, it pointed back to me. Like um, he's doing this reverse psychology, gaslighting me, making me like I am the enemy. I am the person I am to be blamed for. And finally enough, a year after that, two years after that, actually, he still run around, you know, with his dirty mouth, talking badly about me. But the thing was, you know, the more he's doing that, it's really showing his true self. So I'm not losing in this. And I don't describe this as a game anymore. And to me, he's just pathetic attempt just to build his own, uh, you know, pride and dignity that is already tarnished because of himself. So, I will never forgive him, obviously, uh, because uh, that's, that's me. I mean, like, I owe this to me, to myself, and I don't deserve to forgive someone who broke my heart. I'm not a saint, okay, I'm just human. Okay, I am myself. So if some of you listeners would not agree to me, it's fine. Okay, I would not expect you to accept that or even agreeing with me but remember i have my own reasons if i have every every right to hold to stand on my ground i won't leave and i won't be you know impacted or manipulated anymore and from that point i have new realization i have new aspiration in life especially in relationships the thing about me, I'm aware I can love very hardly. I have this human in me. I um very generous in a way that I'm I'm too kind. And I always strive to make the other person happy. But this time around I have to realize that no, I have my limits and I have to make myself happy first. And that's the promise I'm taking for myself. I want to make myself happier. I have probably about 20, 30 years down the road. Who knows with my condition. Um, I'm very cautious about how long I'm going to live on earth. So I'm going to make use of this. You know, I'm going to make use of the rest of the days that I have left. And it's true, your faith and destiny your Jodo, your Ajjala is not you to know. It's uh, it's God's will. Okay, Allah yeah, the only person, the only, the only um, you know, uh, Allah is the only one yang knows about what will happen to me. But meanwhile, I'm gonna live presently, and I'm gonna enjoy my life better and accept that you uh, priority is always on me.
So hopefully my future relationship, whoever listen to to this, especially my future boyfriend, I hope, <laughs> um, please understand that you are going to date a simple girl who just want to be happy, to be loved, to be protected, to be cared, to be accepted, regardless of the flaws that I will make, uh, allowing me to grow out of my mistakes. Okay, never giving me up and continue on consistently always bringing me up. That's hope. So, that's all for this episode. Um, yeah, I promise you <laughs> this is going to be uh, a long, uh, long one. And I'm sorry. Uh, but if you stayed until now, thank you very much. And yeah, again, if you want to reach out to me, I just... Um, I just created a WordPress blog and I'm so happy that it's just launched today on 11th of September. But the rest of it, you can always reach out to me to my email, n-e-y-n-a-p-r-a-d-a at gmail.com, Nina Prada, that's Nina Prada at gmail.com. Or you can also hit me up in my social media. Uh, my Facebook is Miss Nina Razwan. Click me up. My Instagram is Nina Prada. My TikTok is Nina Prada and my Twitter account is Nina Prada. Thank you so much and I hope you enjoy Walk With Me, Walk With Nina. See you again in the next episode. Take care and love. Be safe. Bye.